everyone, and welcome back to What the Finance Podcast with Tracy Lampson and Ronnie Sandu, two financial experts who are here to guide you to safe investments, money management, and financial guidance. Today's episode, episode number two, how to plan for retirement. I think the main question that everybody wants to know is where do you start? What are, you know, the retirement dream? When should someone start versus what we usually see here? You're going to take it or you want me to? Oh, go ahead. What we see here is people have no idea they show up within a few years of retirement and say, here's what I have. I hope that I'm doing it right. What should you do? I mean, now I didn't do this either, uh, but, you know, as soon as you have a family or, you know, that's your plan, when you have a job that maybe you have um, 401K, something like that, it's time to start thinking about, you know, what are your retirement dreams? The sooner you plan the less it's going to cost you. The later you plan, the more you're going to have to save and you're going to notice it out of your expenses. That could be the most useless statement in the history of the world. I'm sure. Y'all don't. No, it's don't good. Don't start. Here's the thing. It's, it's, <laughs> it is, what is she is fa- saying? Factually perfect, right? Absolutely perfect. You got to think about it. You got to start saying, but. The problem that we see most often and what I think she's really trying to say, and correct me if I'm wrong, Tracy, but what I think you're really trying to say is most people don't take two minutes to actually put a plan in place, to actually have an idea of what they're going to do in retirement nearly early enough. No. Wayne died at... What do you mean, no, you know I'm wrong, or no, that's correct? No, nobody's thinking about it. They're correct. worrying about today. Correct. They're worried about right here, right now. So uh, w- the question was what, Mackenzie? Most people want to know. Most people want to know, when, when am I supposed to be yeah. getting started? Versus You're what supposed to be getting started the day you go to work. Right. In, in some way, shape, or form, the day you go to work and you start receiving income on that first check, you should have a clue about what your intention is. If you can only afford to pay your bills, only afford to pay your bills and just pay your bills and be happy with your life, right? But the minute that you have an extra dollar that you can say, I can designate this $1 for something in retirement, that's when you need to start having a plan. That's when you need to sit down. Don't listen to your fucking uncle. Don't listen to your brother. Don't listen to your sister who's a lawyer. I don't care about any of those people. Find a financial professional of in some way, shape, or form. Hell, I don't care if you ask the teller at the bank. Ask somebody who's in the financial industry about anything retirement-based and have a clue. The problem with people, especially the clients we see on a daily basis, is they are just flat-out ignorant. They have done zero preparation Zero thinking, zero meditating, zero anything other than just arbitrarily giving it to some jackass to put in a 401k and do whatever 401k companies do. It's because they have no idea. They're not ignorant. None of them are ignorant or else they wouldn't no, be here they are us. ignorant. They're ignorant to what they should be doing in retirement. I'm of not course. saying they're stupid. I'm just saying they're ignorant to retirement to because they've done no self-study. They haven't asked any questions, and they haven't 
tried to learn any of the information on their own. That's what I mean by ignorant. But there's so much information out there. Absolutely. There's tons of information. How much? There's tons of shitty information. Okay. But you're a financial guru. No. Okay. You're you're a numbers. You're a okay. And how much did you know about being able to protect your money and actually get market like returns <coughs> before what, you before came? Before here? None. Zero. Right. But I also had so a you plan ignorant. to. Re- oh, absolutely. You were just I was ignorant, ignorant to. I disagree. I was 100% ignorant to what we do. Okay, okay. Because I knew nothing about You were. It. Okay, right. Right? Mm-hmm. That's what I mean by ignorant. I knew nothing about all. Not, and I don't even know. I'm not going to say all. About other options other than what I had been told and what I had learned on my own. You know, I knew 401ks backwards and forwards because I took the time to figure out, well, how does right. my 401k work? Why, why is this? Why is it? I actually questioned my 401k statements when I got them, right? Most people do not. They open it up, look at it. Oh, that's good. I made my. Yeah. Oh, I lost money. That It goes in the trash and they never think twice about it. They don't question anything that's in the 401k. Because we don't know right. any better. So that's Correct. what I'm saying is. Because they haven't asked any questions. But in your. You're a, a math where you can see, you know, and you do ask mm-hmm. questions. So you're a step above or ahead of where most of us are. The problem is you didn't know to If we don't know, how are we, how do we know what questions to ask? Absolutely. Nobody told you until. Yeah, we're saying the same thing. We're just saying it two different ways. I know, you but how do they know? Even though they're going to go ask their bank teller, their bank teller is going to say, oh, I can fix you right up. Or they won't put know. you in the market. You're exactly right, but at least they're trying. That's the big Absolute, problem. A commitment. There's is a zero commitment. effort from the vast majority of people, and that's the problem. I, I wasn't going to retire tomorrow. Anything. Why did I need to worry exactly about retirement right. when and that's I was, everybody's mindset? It and that's is, why nobody plans soon enough. You're so with right. that, what are some key issues that people should consider when they're planning to retire early or to delay their retirement? You know, some people say, "Oh, well, I'm going to work till I'm 75." Yeah. What are some of those key issues that y'all? I've seen. Well, in in the actual planning? Yeah. Uh, ign- I, it goes back to ignorance. They don't know. But they're just sticking their money arbitrarily with whoever their uncle's sister's brother said, hey, I've got my money with Joe Smith at, you know, Schulenberg I, Investments or whatever the random company is, and they have no idea what that dude's doing with their money. So the first question today is, or if we're talking about a key issue, is how much time do you have? Do you have longer or shorter? Yeah. If, if you have longer, like we're saying, it, you're not going to notice it, you know, and of course we all have been told and we all should have done that, you know, take it out of your first paycheck, like Ronnie says, but, but we don't. Mm-hmm. Um, so what, what, what's your time period? Yeah. That, that's what I think you need yeah. to know. Another first and key foremost. thing is, I mean, how much risk do you want to subject to subject your retirement to? Some people have that gambler's mentality. Man, I'll take the highest risk thing because I know that's where I can get the most return. Absolutely true. That's also where you can lose every dollar and have to work until the day they put you in the grave, right? Mm -hmm. So you have to assess three things. There's three things you really got to look at when you talk about planning retirement. Length of time that you have to accumulate that wealth. The amount of risk that you want to subject that wealth to. And then effort. How much physical effort do you want to put into managing that money? Yeah, to tactically managing it yeah. day in and day out. Do you want to do it yourself day in, day out, and keep track of it? Or do you want Billy Bob's um, finance to be the dude that handles it for you? And if so, you're going to go the Billy Bob route, find a Billy Bob that you trust. And 
you think they can just manage their money once a day, looking once a day, and that's going to... Absolutely. That's and that, that's why it's a key component. You have to take the time to say, do I want to be in charge of it and do it myself in some type of brokerage account that I went and made online, or am I going to let Billy have this money right. and just close my eyes and trust him whenever he sends me my monthly statement? Right. right, which just depends on what the news is doing at that time. Mm-hmm. I think people don't take into account how complicated actually building a plan can can be. Absolutely. That's why we try to make it easy. It's yeah. Overwhelming yeah. for them. Yeah, Fidelity, yeah. Schwab, Jones, all those, you know, those dudes, I shouldn't say. Those are right. pre-cut cookie all, plans. They have cookie cutter plans. I don't care what their fucking commercials say. Yeah. You know, I saw a Fisher commercial. Oh, every plan is individualized. Hell no, she got fucked. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it's not individualized. It's not like they take your money. Let's say you gave them 50000 They don't take your fifty and say, we're going to handle Jane's 50000 nope. specifically based on what Jane told us her goals are. And Hell what no, charities 50, she likes. And no, they don't. They don't your ask 50, us that. Your 50000 got lumped in with that next dude's 10000 that next chick's Who's the 80, same 000. age and has the same kids Correct. and the same time horizon. Maybe. Exactly. Maybe. But it's around the same um, risk pool. Yeah. You have to... Put your m- trust in somebody who will create a specific plan for your situation. How much your bills are, how much your expenses are, what your expected timeline of employment is, what your guarantees are, what your risk is, and put a plan in place. And the biggest failing I see is a lot of people, because I'm not going to say all. You said all the people come in here and they don't know. No. There's some people that come in here that know, that had a great plan to accumulate the retirement assets. Right, and that's what those companies do. But they have absolutely no clue how to take and disseminate those monies that they worked their entire life for into retirement income and retirement guarantees and something that will lessen the tax burden that they spent their entire life building up through that 401k or IRA that they, you know, their Uncle Jim said, I have, you have to have an IRA Okay, well, how are you going to disseminate those taxes on that IRA, Uncle Jim? Well, I don't know. We'll worry about that later. And how and much Uncle do you Jim's take dead, each year? He can't tell you, right? Yeah. How do you know so you're not going to outlive that money? The, the plan has to not only inc- include the accumulation, but then the holding right before you get to retirement to get out of that risk factor, mm-hmm. and now the decumulation or dissemination of that wealth into a working um either income for life or guaranteed return product that'll take care of you for your expected life. Because the X factor is expected life. We have no idea when we're going to expire. I was just about to say that. I was going to read the statistics that we have. It says, according to Social Security Administration, a man age 65 can expect to live until age 84, and a woman age 65 can expect to live until age 86. Mm -hmm. Those are just averages. One out of every three 65-year-olds will live past age 90, and one out of seven will live past age 95. Yeah. The expected death age, since that came out that you're reading, has crept up half a year for men and a full Mm -hmm. year for women. It's 85 and 87, the last thing that I read just a a few months ago. So, you know... Anticipated life is increasing because medicine is better. We we know more than we did, you know, right. even two years ago. So we plan when we plan for people, we plan to age one hundred. 
Are they going to live to 100? Probably not. The math tells me no. But in the instance that they do, they're still not going to run out of assets, and that's, that's very, very important. Most people, if you look at them when they come in, they think, oh, well, I'm just going to plan to age 85 because that's when I plan on expiring. Fuck no, that's the wrong way to look at it. That's the wrong way to go into that entire planning process of decumulating those assets and now using them to where they'll, number one, last for your life, but number two, it'll be enough to get you through the rest of your life. But the, the problem with that, again, is they don't know how long they're going to live, and the people that are, are putting them in these plans have no idea how long Absolutely. they're going to live or what the market's going to no. do or their health. So they're, they're, they're not being told to take other things into consideration when I think that that's why we have longer conversations with our clients sometimes in finding out, you know, exactly what are your preferences, what is your type of lifestyle, what is going to keep you comfortable. Yeah. But you know, if if you have, uh, I had a, a lady that came in and she was so afraid to go with me because I wasn't the market. Her husband had retired from Shell, uh, but he had passed away four years previously. And she had a, a big amount, you know, a million and a half. Everybody at Fidelity wooed her and said, oh, you're fine. Her CPA said, you're fine. You don't, you don't have any problems. You know, you, you're going to have enough money to where you're not going to outlive your money. And I said, you know, did did any of them ask you about your family history? Because she has an aunt that was like 104, and her mother was 100, and they're still driving. So at 75 years old, yeah, a million and a half sounds great, but what if her life expectancy is 100 plus? These yahoos aren't asking about their history, their family. They don't care how long you're going to live. Yeah, it's the same thing I told that client the other day. I was like, when you go to X, Schwab, whoever, whoever right. and you tell them, hey, I got $100,000, I want to use it for my retirement, don't ask you a question. Right. They'll take that cool. money. Yeah. Awesome. When do you plan to retire? That is the only thing they're going to ask you. 10 years, 20 years, you tell them that. That's all they care about. Then you go into their cookie cutter 10 years down the road, let's accumulate them wealth, and we'll figure out how to you know, get it out of there later. There's no other real questioning that they have. And the thing that shocks a lot of people that I found unusual. They have to pass suitability. There's, <laughs> we have a suitability requirement for the vast majority of the products that we have. But more importantly, we ask them all the questions. We ask them questions and they're like, a lot of people come back and say, why do you need all that? Yeah. Because we have a fiduciary obligation from the insurance companies we work with to make sure we're doing what's in your best interest. Right. That we're not leaving you, we're not taking every dollar that you have. That you have X amount of dollars in cash reserves readily accessible for your Y amount of bills. There's a ratio that has to be adhered to that we have to exceed. So we can't just take your 100000 because you said you want to give us 100000 We have to make sure that you fiscally can afford to do that and that it's an intelligent decision for your particular situation. So people get shocked a lot of times that we want all that information up front because if unfortunately you come to us and you have a million dollars, but your monthly outlay on your bills is $15,000 a month and you're making $16,000 a month net, well, no, I, I got to leave 800000 in your bank account exactly. just for you to be able to make sure you have enough emergency if your job goes away tomorrow. So I can't touch your million, and right. I won't touch your million because that's putting you in a bad situation. But Now, is 
Seven out of ten will. Seven out of ten will what? Of any other people. Probably oh, eight or nine yeah. out of ten Nine point nine, yeah, nine out of ten will take the money, money without I, question. You absolutely. know, anybody, but it's... But but that the fallacy in that is I believe that the the managers that are putting these people in that in those places they don't have any idea either because they've been taught by some. No, Yahoo. that's what they've been told by you know Mr. Fidelity. Bread on, you know, food somebody on the comes table in with a hundred thousand, get get the check. Yeah. At the end of the day, for us though, if we can't put them in a better position than what they showed yeah. up in, yeah. we tell people all the time, well, yeah. your plan is actually good. Mm-hmm. Right. Or you're in a good Tweet, position right. based on your, you know, TRS or TIA, whatever retirement package you have from your that sponsor. If employed, you're lucky enough. If you're lucky enough to have one of those, and those are really the people that almost always, you know, are only the only people that we end up saying, oh, you're in a great position because you have a pension that's going to increase over time. Yada yada, it's going to pay you X Y Z dollars, and that's really good. Um, While you when you just said that, vast majority of other people, no, we're going to do better. Right. Well, because just like the lady I was talking about, 75 going to live to maybe 110, um, what are her, like I like to call it, this, your go-go years, your slow-go years, and your no-go years? You know, at 100, is she going to be spending as much money as she is at her you no. know, young, ripe age of 75? Yeah. So it's still planning, although for us, we account for inflation, inflation which yeah. I think the other thing people that don't. just struck me while you were talking about that is, there's so many people that have all this wealth that they've accumulated that's sitting in a brokerage account or money market or whatever. And I'm like, okay, cool. Well, what's the intent with that money? Well, I want to save some for my kids. I want to give some to my church. And then I want to have some to spend for myself. Awesome. Why are we still in the market? What, what, what do we, when do we plan on starting to take that exact, money? It's when do we plan on getting that out of market risk? And they're like, well... I mean, why would I? I can just slowly take some of it, you know, with that 4% rule or whatever hype it is that they bought from their broker. And I'm like, well, that makes no sense to keep it in the place that you grew it to then disseminate it. Mm -hmm. I said, that's why banks offer checking accounts, savings accounts, and then high yield accounts because there's different intents with that money. Your checking account, you pay your bills out of. Right. Your savings account, your emergency. Your high yield as account is long term holding. Mm-hmm. Well, retirement works the same way. You got to have your guaranteed money to pay your bills. Right. You got to have your emergency assets so that you can. Your go go money. Right. And then if you want to keep a portion in long term holding for your beneficiaries, right. yeah. For that should be separate. But uh, almost never should that still be in some type of risk based product. No, because. If the market happens to tank the year you die, you just cost your beneficiaries yep. 40% or whatever of yep. their inheritance. Yep. Okay, so this last part, we're going to go through a couple questions that you should probably ask yourself or at least be thinking about whenever you're talking about planning for retirement. Right. Question number one, Tracy, you want to go off of that? When do you plan to retire? Know your timeline because that makes all the difference in the world. Yeah, even if you don't think it's a realistic timeline, just have a goal. Yeah, I tell lots of people. I have to have a goal post in mind to even start a plan. Right. And I don't care if it's 100% wrong the we date just have you to set. Have that. You have to give yourself something to aim for. Because mm-hmm. right. if you don't have an aim for, there is no retirement plan. And that kind of piggybacks off the next question is how long a period should you plan for 
So that goes back to yeah. your, right. we don't know, but we don't know. all we can yeah. do is look at our family history. Yep. and I, I plan to age 100, period. Yeah. And if you happen to live beyond that, I'm sorry I failed you. Well, normally if we get them to age 100, they're probably in yeah. pretty good shape anyway. They're, yeah. they're in good shape. They're in very good shape. They, right. Yep. How much annual income will you need? That's something that... Goes back with the inflation. It yep. does, and it overwhelms people a lot whenever they try to think about it. But that's why we're here. That's why we're here. That's our job, right? Yeah. Because it's very client-specific. There is no answer to that question. The no. answer to that question is 100% based on your lifestyle and the things that you tell us, this is what I must have every day. You know that's the number one killer of retirement accounts is people thinking, okay, my expenses are $5,000 today. They're going to be $5,000 yep. for the rest that's of my life. And in 20, completely not true. 20 years at 3% inflation, your $5,000 a month bills are now $10,000 a month. Yeah. That will wipe you out sooner than I guess probably, well, probably as quick as the market can. Yeah. Um, another important one, how much annual income can you expect from Social Security? We get a lot of questions about this whenever people first come in. A lot of people haven't even checked. Yep. They're if you're not we, looking at your statement, you're failing yourself. Absolutely. We have a... If you haven't set up an SSA.gov login for yourself, you're failing. You, you got to at least have an idea of how mm -hmm. much you're going to get. Even if it changes dramatically because you get a great job and you know you get a million percent pay raise, that's fine. Have right. an idea before you start planning your retirement. That's... That's an entire podcast. Oh, yeah. Maximizing We're going to cover social that security, for sure. Starting it as soon as you can versus waiting as long yep. as you possibly yeah. can. And our goal is for us, I mean, yes, we're going to be able to tell you how much money or what it's going to cost or save you by waiting. But we also take into account, okay, you want to, you know, ideally you want to wait till full retirement age or age right. 70. But if your retirement plan is to travel, you know, at, age 64, not waiting until full retirement age, yeah, we're going to work that in so that we can account for that and, and give you that, but still maximizing those benefits. That's so important. Yeah, that's a really important part too. This uh, entire next part, I'm just going to read all together um, questions that you should be thinking or, you know, things that you should consider when planning for your retirement, retirement savings and investment plan, your asset allocation, investment considerations, withdrawal rates, order of withdrawals, other potential income sources. That's a mouthful. It but is. But I think that's one of the main reasons why people come to us because they don't yeah. want to mess with it. But, well, and they also don't realize that just because it's an IRA or a Roth IRA or a brokerage account. They or think a that's the way it earns. Account, they think mm -hmm. that has something to do with. Oh, it's an IRA. Anything. Yeah. That means. Just a tax. Those uh, it's are an IRA. literally just it's tax classifications yeah. and nothing else. No, that's it's it. an IRA. And you have to have an intelligent <laughs> plan in retirement of, okay, when I start getting that money and taking it as income, well, what do I touch first? Let me go to my Roth. No, dumbass. We're not going to go to your Roth. We're <laughs> we probably going to go to your Roth last, jackass. Try not to talk jackass. to them like that. So, I mean, we don't, but we think that in my mind 99% of the Ronnie. time. So, uh, we have to, you have to have a plan of not only how you accumulated it, how you held it, but which account are we going to access first when we start taking either income or withdrawals to enjoy my retirement. Decumulation. That's what... That's our area of expertise. That's what we know how to do. Yep. Running out. That's it for today's podcast. Thank you, everybody who tuned in. You can like, follow, subscribe our um, social media accounts. They will be linked below or on our website if you want to follow, keep up with us. 
Our actual website for our company is www.lampsoninc.com. Inc. I N C. I N C. Inc. I N C. Our phone number is two eight one four five nine zero zero two three. You can tune in next week. We have a really cool episode. Don't know what it's about yet, but it's going to be something Always real good. good. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's it from our end. Thanks for sticking around and listening to everything we had to say. See you next week. <laughs>